everyone and welcome to a special review episode of the Games Are Fun podcast. Today we are giving our review for new Pokemon Snap for the Nintendo Switch. My name is Luke Armstrong and I'm your host. Joining me today for this special review is the one and only Stephen Beagle, aka Lordly King S. Stephen, how's it going? Huge congrats to you and your stack up charity stream from the other day there. That was insane, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's going well. Uh, as I mentioned in the pre-show with Twitch chat, I did get my first COVID vaccine shot today. So I'm a little little tired, a little sore on the shoulder, but doing well. And yeah, that charity stream um, completely exceeded expectations for me, to be completely honest. Like I knew the $500 goal that we had was maybe shooting a little low. Um, and I had in my back pocket something for a thousand and then it just keep go it kept going, hit a thousand, and then all of a sudden it was seventeen hundred, and then all of a sudden after that it was into the two thousands, and then we hit three thousand by the end of the end of the day. Um so three thousand dollars raised for stack up. Um and since we hit the original goal of five hundred, we'll actually be doing another twelve hour charity stream on the twenty eighth for stack up as well, with a lot of similar um chicanery and shenanigans that we've got into in the first one um this one i think is going to be even bigger and better to be perfectly honest because there's more prizes and there's um um i'm trying to come up with a third little competition game for the community to play to win one of the prizes so um yeah completely exceeded expectations it was a fantastic time and uh, even if you're not a final fantasy player like we still had a blast doing a lot of stuff and laughing a lot and and chatting and terrorizing me a little bit through incentives and things along those lines. So it was a, it was a fantastic time. Glad to see that you, that you were able to make it out for a little bit too, Luke. It was a, you know, hopefully had a good time watching. Yeah, it it was, it was a blast. I pretty much had it on all day and then was periodically checking in and stuff like that. And yeah, I was just like, I knew the, the, the kingdom was going to show up with their donations, but then when there was that first, yeah, a $1,000 anonymous donation that popped on the screen. It was just like, man, that was just like the the firework that just... And then all the raids that happened. And, and with those raids, people staying around and like donating themselves and, and spreading um, the support that way is just like... It's so awesome to see. So huge congrats to you for, you know, setting you. that up and, all you know, all of your mods and your community for... Because I know you have a, a team that helped you with with that whole uh, planned planned stream there. So yeah, big congrats. That's, you should be really proud of that. Yeah. It was kind of wild. Like, and, and I, I knew that some folks were going to be dropping by and bringing their community by, but uh, you know, the likes of Moody Moomba, who's big in the final fantasy community and uh, the, the streamer formerly known as 16 bit dad, dad TV uh, drop by with his community uh Zwanich, uh who we call z who's also my stack up charity team leader in the warriors of late uh charity team brought her community by it was just piles and piles of people and then and then champion uh one of the champions of the final fantasy community chloe um who really just if she would have just waited like 15 minutes with her comment in twitch chat yesterday would have completely busted you guys and i was waiting for it but um she went over to um a great streamer great positivity streamer um hottie chicken and and got her community over there and that was huge like hottie is such one of those one of those streamers that i've got a high amount of respect for for the type of community that she's putting together over there and what she's doing herself 
And for her to take the time and bring her community by um, just because of a tap on the shoulder from Chloe was a huge deal too. It was, it was just, there was a lot of really great things that happened that day. And um, I'm never going to forget it. It was very memorable. Yeah. It was a, it was one for the record books for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Really excited for the next one, May 28th uh, gaff community. Make sure you make it out there. Twitch.tv uh, Lord of the King S dot. It's just, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So, all right. Well, before we snap into action, you like that? <laughs> we wanted to mention that episodes of Games Are Fun release every single week. Each week, Steven, Adam, and I join together to talk about all things video games. We talk about video game news, trending industry topics, and give reviews on recent game releases. The podcast is available on all major podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much all your major podcast services. Just search for Games Are Fun Podcast on your platform of choice. And if you enjoy the show, make sure you're following it, subscribing to it on whatever platform you listen to it on. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate if you could leave us that five-star review that helps us kind of spread spread awareness of the show and help us get heard. This episode is also being live-streamed over on twitch.tv slash gamesarefunpodcast, and I say it every week, and I'm going to keep saying it until we get some of the you audio listeners over here on Twitch. The Twitch live streams are a ton of fun to do. They're kind of like, there's like a meta show going on inside this show uh in the chat bar so you know you can hang out with chat um have a fun time while listening to the show so make sure you're catching those if you can but if you can't catch the show live no problem you can catch it on vod on our twitch channel we archive the streams there and then you can also check it out on our youtube channel if you want to know how to get to there, just search for Games Are Fun Podcast. We're still trying to get that custom YouTube URL link, but go into this show's description. You can go over to that YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, and you can catch all the episodes, level grinders, um, any any live streams that we do, they go up on that YouTube channel. So, All right. Um, I think that is it for housekeeping so yeah let's just jump straight into the review so steven where i wanted to start as always is you know quick impressions like our just a you know surface level thoughts on what we thought of the game maybe we could also kind of start off by sharing if we played the original on nintendo 64 because we're going to be talking about that game and comparing it a lot uh seeing as this is like a sequel for a game that released 20 years ago um it's the only thing we have to compare it to so yeah, uh, why don't you start off with some of your thoughts? Sure. Quick impression-wise, I, I picked it up day one. I knew I wanted it day one. It looked really good from the previews that they gave us on uh, the directs and things like that. Um, and as soon as I got into, you know, got through the talking, because it, it does have that Pokemon moment where they want to talk your ear off. So it's like, okay, yeah, we're taking pictures, blah, blah, blah. And you get into the first area and start taking the photos, actually. Uh, I was immediately hooked. There was a, a slight bit of, I guess you could say even obsession over it because um, you kind of, you take one picture, you're moving down the track on the rail and take some more pictures and get some other ones. And you start getting, getting views of other Pokemon that are going to, you know, uh, and, and it, they, they grab you. It's like, mm -hmm. Oh, Hey, there's one. And you see another one over in the corner in the distance and you know, you're coming up on, on the track and it's like, Oh, I'm going to get up to this one now. Yeah. And you're trucking along and you're going to get these things. So it hooked me from the start. 
And I knew that I just wanted to keep playing and playing and playing and playing. And then after you get done through the first run, they start throwing like optional things down on you to do. And, and uh, it's like, oh, hey, by the way, here's also a nighttime version of this that you can go and do. And it's just like, woo! And then, <laughs> uh, you know, just things kept coming to, to keep the game interesting for me. And like, it's not just like you go and take one picture and you're done. Each Pokemon's got four different, at least four different actions that you can try and elicit the elicit from them to to get points on your mm -hmm. pictures and and things like that. So like, there's just there was so much there that was building on the game that it took this simple idea that started back on the N64 that was just snap a picture, move on to the next level, snap some more pictures, and they blew it up into this whole big research expedition to try and make Pokemon do certain things in the wild or watching them do certain things in the wild that like really we've never witnessed before whenever it comes to comes to this environment to this world to this universe so it's it was very very um very very interesting for me and initially loved it um and stuck with it for a long time and as for how many hours i put into it let's so it released on friday right so friday midnight I got to pick it up and start playing it about Friday 1.30-ish after I wrapped up stream for the day. And I didn't stop playing it until Sunday night around like 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> with maybe like eight hours of sleep. So I put in almost 30 hours, <laughs> you know, 24, 24 to, to 30 yeah. hours of time into the game before the weekend was even over. Wild. <laughs> you know, saying... Uh, you know, anytime anybody was asking me to do stuff and I got no chores done, I was so backed up on chores and I was just like, I'm doing important research. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, like, let me play the PlayStation. We want to play Minecraft. I'm like doing research. No. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> just hogging everything. Um, but that's, those are my quick impressions on it. Uh, quick impressions was 24 to 38 hours, 30 hours worth of time yeah. over the weekend, whenever it released. So I think that speaks yeah, for itself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally there with you. Although I have not, definitely don't have as many hours logged into it as you have. Mostly because Returnal is like some hell trap that I'm stuck in that I want to get out of, but can't for whatever reason. Um, Pokemon Snap's been that game um, that, you know, when I'm getting mad with Returnal, I was playing it, and there was a day there where I was like, okay, I'll take a break, play Pokemon Snap, um, and yeah, it, it hooked me, because I, when I first got it, because uh, I got it a couple days late, Maddie, thank you so much for tuning in over on uh, the Twitch chat, appreciate that, have yourself a good night, um, yeah, we... I, I had a lot of fun with it right off the bat, but I kind of started it late at night, so I didn't really get into it. And then, yeah, that first long play session was just incredible. And, you know, going back to your point of like uh, the first, you know, half an hour of that game, when you get finally get into that first level, it just took me back to that very first level in the Nintendo 64 game where you're kind of on the, I think it's the beach level, um, if I'm not mistaken. And it just like... It, it the level just like it just took me back it was like it looked like what I remember seeing it like when I was a kid you know playing with my older sister and stuff and uh I can assure you it didn't look like that but it just they really captured like what the feel of that game was um back in the day 
and they've modernized it, right? They've brought in some things. So, you know, we're going to get a little bit into it in our review, whether we think, is this worth full price for you to go out and purchase it? Because that is something that has been talked about. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll probably expand a little bit more on that later. Um, but what I wanted to jump into right, right away here is uh, the kind of the gameplay and how that compares to the first one. So the first one, obviously very traditional, like you said, you're just taking pictures of Pokemon. There's not really anything more to it besides things like a poke of, I think a poke of flute. Uh, did you have a poke of flute in the original one? I think, I think so because I, I I think you had to use the flute for Snorlax. Yes, in the first right. One. Yeah, he was know, walking the track or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then you had apples, and then you had some. I think there was some sort of like, it was like the little like, a, like net. I think there was like a snapper or a whistle too that you could do to kind yeah. of get them to to have them pay attention to you in some way or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It, it was like it, there there was like a small kind of like tool belt of tools you could use to kind of get different reactions or, you know, the big thing with the first game is knocking them into like knocking a magic carp into a waterfall and it turning into a Gyarados or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, turning evolving into a Charizard. There was evolutions and stuff. So like that was kind of the goal, whereas this game still has that. But again, a little different. So you still have apples. Um, you still have a polka flute, although it's kind of like this audio that plays that's built into your camera i guess is how that game explains it Mm -hmm. and then you also have these lumina orbs uh and that's kind of like a big change to the first game is these lumina orbs and uh i don't know if you want to kind of maybe give a brief explanation of what the lumina orbs and then we can maybe talk about the lumina secret areas a little bit after yeah so the Lumina Orbs, basically each area that you go to or each island that it's split up into has its own Lumina flower. And as you go through on the first part of it and you you first visit that place, you won't have access to it just yet, but then eventually they end up getting you access to it and you have your orb then that you can use to, again, it's, it's another tool to elicit responses out of Pokemon. The most notable is the one that they showed in the trailer and the, uh, the gameplay trailer for this game where you threw a Lumina Orb at Score Bunny. And Score Bunny does like this blue fire flaming kick up on a sign. So that's like one of the most notable ones. But there's a lot of different other behaviors that you pull out of other Pokemon using that same orb um, to basically just make them do a special action for you uh, within the game. So that way you can get one of the other poses or one of the other shots that you need to fill out your photo decks. Um, Because I mentioned each each Pokemon needs four pictures. Usually your Illumina Ball or uh, Illumina Orb is going to be used to get one of those responses out of the Pokemon to to get one of those pictures. And like I say, each area has its own. So each one's going to have its own color, um, which gives a different type of view for each Pokemon that you go to. And a lot of times, like if you use them in the right way, they can illuminate an entire area and give you a really nice opportunity to catch some really good shots with a group of Pokemon. So it's, or draw in other ones that you didn't normally see in the scene beforehand, but now that you've illuminated the area, they come trotting in Mm. and you get a good shot of things. So um, a lot of utility used in it, not only just for one Pokemon, but also to do group shots Mm. with other ones that will show up or special events that would show up between Pokemon. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Cause like the, the game teaches you that you throw them, uh, Sorry, what are they called? Like the, the blot, like the, the 
things that you throw the lumina like the blossomed the blossoms is that yeah, what they're they, called i think it's just lumina flowers or flowers or, yeah or i don't know what they're that. called yeah they mm-hmm. have some sort of name but you know it teaches you to throw that and like you said but then yeah just you throwing them at pokemon as you play through the levels and come across different pokemon and finding different you know reactions or the pokemon will do different things and stuff like that um just like the apple so it's kind of like it has it's kind of like a multi-level tool and you when you do throw that yeah you do get those higher scores on your photos if the pokemon is illuminated and stuff like that um and yeah that's kind of like where this story really goes in the game is kind of focusing on this lumina you know whatever the whole phenomenon the phenomenon why it, yeah why pokemon react this way and and why some pokemon like elicit certain reactions to lumina orbs and and just like the whole the whole like ecosystem of it i guess and mm-hmm. um that's cool because it's not just like okay we're taking pictures of pokemon because we want to research it's like there's a little bit more of depth there to kind of have like a bit more of a story without um something really that keeps you moving through the game yeah because it's very easy i mean think about it 30 you know my 24 to 30 hours or so that i put into the first weekend i didn't unlock every area yeah so like the story itself just to learn like kind of what's going on the lore behind on this in this area that you're in um the story keeps you moving through because you can literally last you can spend so many hours in just one spot going through and taking pictures, the story is going to kind of keep you mm-hmm. moving forward. And there's enough there that's dangling the carrot, like, Oh, there's something interesting happening here, mm-hmm. you know? And then obviously getting uh, in each of the area related to that Lumina uh, thing are these special levels, these Lumina Lumina zones mm-hmm. is what they call yes, them. And there's yeah. going to be a special Pokemon in these zones that is like a big reason that this this situation is happening on on any particular island so like there's all these things and those those things think of it like a pokemon snap battle uh, mm-hmm. or or a, a boss fight boss pictures whatever yeah. you want to call it um and like it you know getting drawn into that and then it's like oh there's another place and there's more stuff to do and mm-hmm. more pokemon to see and everything so it's just another one of those little bits to keep you moving moving through the game um along with all the all the different opportunities to catch these things out in the wild too. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's just what I wanted to transition a little bit to is the different positions and the, how, how this game kind of changes and shakes things up. Um, so each area that you go to actually isn't the same every single time. The Pokemon mm-hmm. will do different things based on your level of that level. So like each uh course i guess is a better term to use has a level that you level up obviously the more pictures you take the higher you can level up that place um so you yeah when you get to level when you start off at level one a lot of the pokemon have their backs turned to you they're not really uh worried like paying any attention to you they're kind of far in the distance and then once you level up it's like the pokemon are kind of trusting you more and they're re- you know coming a little closer to you kind of putting on more of a show for you which is obviously what you want if you're taking pictures of them and so that's kind of cool like there's a leveling system and you can actually choose uh if you if you just kind of wanted to go and take pictures you can choose which level system you in you don't have to play whatever current one so if you needed to go back and get like a very generic picture of pikachu's back or something like that uh because that's one picture you need to fill in your pokedex you know you could do that um so that that's kind of neat and then the uh, courses also have a day and night sequence not 
every single one, I don't think, but most of them have a day and night sequence, uh, and obviously nighttime bringing out different types of Pokemon, right? Spoiler alert, I'm not going to tell you which one. You probably already know. Actually, all areas do have a night course, Ooh. but some of them are unlockable later on in the game. It's not going to happen immediately, so you got to do some work to get them unlocked. Um, so yeah, like you, the leveling system, you nailed it. Like one, two, three, and you've take your pictures to work up that scale and your Pokemon are doing more stuff for you. The Pokemon that you're seeing are doing more stuff as you get there, as they get more comfortable for you. And then the nighttime completely flips everything into the evening and new Pokemon show up or more of a certain type that you were mm -hmm. seeing before, but they're more active, active because yeah. they're not asleep during the day or something like that. Right. Um, or ones that are awake during the day are now asleep at night and you can elicit another one of the extra responses out of them to get a picture. So mm -hmm. it's, there's this, there's this whole thing where this, these courses, they just, they change over time and it's never the same trip each time, unless you're really on the grind. Yeah. That's the only time that you're really going to see it happening over and over again. The same way is if you really go on the grind and try and get those super extra, um, you know, the, what do they call them? The photo requests mm -hmm. that you get that are just these little extra things that you can complete for the characters within the game. And they give you prizes or, you know, patch you on the back for them or something, or you just get a really cool shot, whatever it may be. So, um, but yeah, really great, uh, evolution of the, of the courses as you go through them and how they change and how the Pokemon react to you and how they react with one another. Um, really great system built into it i was i think that was the thing that kept me going back to everything the most was just trying to get everything leveled up to max mm -hmm. so i could see everything that potentially could happen in yeah. one of the zones yeah i started doing that as well as like even though there would be a new course that unlocked or whatever i would want to stay in the course i was because it's like well there's still more to see in this there's still more secrets to uncover and and different pokemon uh, angles and and stuff so yeah, and, you know, uh, I don't know if we clarified. So when you're taking the pictures, like in old Pokemon Snap, you just took pictures and the better the shot, the better the points, right? If you got a Pikachu to kind of like use like a electrocute attack or something, that's going to score big points. Um, with this game, it's still the same thing, but you're actually trying to get kind of four poses for per Pokemon. Um and it's kind of like a one star to a four star, I believe. And mm -hmm. uh, within those stars, they also have like a rating system. I think it's like bronze, gold, diamond or something like that. Yeah, bron bronze, bronze, silver, gold, diamond. Or, I yeah, mean, silver, being the top yeah. tier. Yeah. And basically, I think it's all based on how many points the picture is. Mm -hmm. So like um, if you take a picture that's worth 3,500 points, uh, I think that's your silver star. If yeah. you get one that's over 4,000 or 4,500, that's your diamond stars. Yeah. And then the one, two, three, four star rating isn't based off of how good the picture right. is. It's based off of the action yeah. that you're taking yeah. uh, or that you're getting the picture of. So like there's, this, there's all these little nuanced mechanics that kind of just keep you trying to go for more. Mm -hmm. just, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, that is what you do to fill up your photo decks is to get try and get the pictures of each one of the different actions. And the the requests actually play a little bit of role into mm -hmm. that to usually getting some of your three or four stars because, you know, characters will give you hints like, hey, look for this to be happening. This is probably your three or four star photo. Yeah, it's 
it's kind of interesting that those requests kind of basically are like i remember in the old game just trying to find secrets throwing apples in like every nook and cranny you could to try and trigger some sort of new pokemon that you hadn't discovered yet because that was you know at a time where there was guides and stuff and the internet i, I think with it yeah no the internet definitely existed mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry you know stating Inter- my my <laughs> ignorance on how young i am <laughs> but the, the dial-ups <laughs> happening yeah right? yeah exactly <laughs> um you know uh so like you had to to grind for that so this is kind of cool because it allows players that maybe don't know pokemon snap and don't kind of know that mechanic of what it's like to kind of grind out and and try to hunt for those those new pokemon to come out um it kind of teaches you that it will it will have a request and say hey there's this pokemon i wonder what happens if like like if these pokemon can fly or something like that and so it will kind of like give you this hint that like okay we need to do something to get this pokemon to fly snap that shot get proof that it can fly or whatever and then we you know complete the request and then like steven said you get a bonus or whatever it is so it's it's kind of nice and i kind of have been playing it you know very i haven't looked at the quests too much because i've been trying to uh as you get requests issued to you you don't have to like accept them or anything they just kind of go into your log and so a lot of requests i just completed naturally by just once you kind of know the loop of the game you know what kind of things you need to do to get the Pokemon to do things, it starts to become a little more simple. And and so, uh, yeah, you the, the one thing I, I want to make sure I mention is the, the star reviews. And there's a little bit of, it's not like an issue, it's a little bit of an annoyance of like, on the first, when you're in the first level of a game, um, the Pokemon, like I said, they're not really reacting to you. And so a lot of your shots are going to be that one star. But there is a chance that like you come across a higher picture and so you get this really great shot. You almost have to like go back through the level and make sure that you're getting like a crappy shot to fill out like the one star and two star actions. Like usually one star is the only thing that's like the crappy shots. Everything else you kind of have to do to to gain those those shots. But, you know, it makes you kind of... uh, strategize how you know you're not just going for the best every single time you do have to kind of go for those distant shots as well right yeah so the one thing that i ran into with it and this this honestly made some of the grind really really difficult later on into the game is as i started understanding the mechanics a lot more and what i needed to do to elicit responses that i'd go right into a level on level you know right into a course level one and start doing all the things that I possibly could to elicit responsive Pokemon and not always getting like a really, really, or getting a really great shot. So I blow through level one on it and then I get to level two and it's much tougher for me to get more points to get up into level three because your point system to level up in each of the course is based off of the points that you get from your pictures. So if level one, I'm coming out with a bunch of diamond photos because I already know how to, I'm throwing all this stuff around and making things happen that just based off of insight from previous game, my later levels are me trying to tweak my pictures that I've already gotten to be even better Mm -hmm. than what they are. Most pulling for perfection is a lot of what would end up happening instead of just kind of getting this, okay, you, you know, get whatever during level one and then you go in during level two and you get a little bit better on that. Then your level three is like, all right, now we're going to start blowing the Mm -hmm. door off these diamond pictures and, and making things happen. But, um, like how it was in the first course, uh, and even the second one, the second course, I it was kind of the same way. But as I got past that, like 
the one that really where my grind picked up was um the the water zone the island chain yeah um or the reef rather yes. the reef out there i had turned into such a grind for me because i went in and i was so hyped up whenever i got to that zone that i'm just like all right tossing apples and playing the song it's like i know exactly what i'm doing i'm gonna get all these great pictures right off the bat and then i'm sitting there it's like level two halfway and half my photo decks is filled up already and it's already got <laughs> most of these shots and i can't find any more points basically it was a yeah. points hole just took so long to get so many to, to get things around that level out. honestly the exact same thing happened to me i think that's like a natural point in the game that kind of like gets hung up there a little bit yeah. so yeah and i i'm glad you said something because i thought it was just because no. <laughs> i rushed the whole thing but it does that level feels like that there's this this uptick in mm. the difficulty to get the points that you need to level up the zones because ones after that are very similar to it but that one in particular is just kind of like this it's just a it's a it's a tough place yeah. to get, get yeah. what you need yeah it it was weird i i'm <laughs> yeah i it's it's reassuring me too because it was one of those yeah. things where it was like man i'm just i'm tired of this area i want to move on so it's good to know that i guess that is kind of something that other people are experiencing too that was the that was the first point in the game that i was like all right i'm just i haven't finished this right. area yet i am gonna move yes, on though i just need here, to get yeah. into a different place mm -hmm. and see what they're at what else there is and um but yeah yeah the reef oh <laughs> yeah the you know speaking a little bit about that the reef and just the you know all the different environments you get to explore in this game are pretty neat i think the first mm -hmm. game had uh, a diverse group of environments but you were also talking like gen one generation of pokemon at the time so it's like now it's opened up we have so many generations of pokemon um there's so many there's like a roster to choose from in if we do a rainforest area if we do a you know full lava area or a cave area or underwater like the <laughs> the roster of pokemon are just like insane right now so what's cool is going into it you know having a pretty good knowledge of pokemon not to the level um that probably you have of pokemon but you know i i have a pretty good understanding of most pokemon but it was great to see just a wide diversity across the generations right it wasn't favoring mm -hmm. to the last you know the last generation too much and it wasn't sticking to just all the fan favorites like there really was pokemon it's like oh man i don't think i've seen this pokemon before that's one that's like brand new to me so that was cool to have that experience again of like kind of like discovering a new type of Pokemon that I haven't seen before. So, yeah, now, you know, Garrett, Garrett and Nishan are, are Pokemon masters, like sure. Hands down. Yes. They would know more. Yeah. I'm, I took a huge break between gold and silver until sword and shield came out. I hadn't touched Pokemon since then. So it was, so going in this and being able to see that wide array again, now some of them I recognize from sword and shield. Mm -hmm. And of course there's the ones from the first, first and second gen that are recognizable as well. Um, but yeah, just a, 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 the wide array of what they had available to you because of having so many areas. I think the first Pokemon snap had what five areas. I think there's like five areas to it. Yeah. There's like a uh, beach a cave. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. There wasn't too many. Yes. Yeah, beach cave forest. And the other two definitely didn't have a desert. I know that. Did is there a fire zone for it? Yes, there was. There was because there was a Charizard. And then there was like a river one 
uh yeah there's a river one not like a forest one but the river one with the gyarados in it yeah anyways a five is right i think <laughs> so in this it's gonna be 11 zones yeah now some of them are packed onto the same island set but we're we're in essence doubling the how many zones you're going to and then on top of that using a much wider array i still think the photo decks is probably around an original like a 150 151 yeah. kind of where i'm teetering right now now that i'm into end game i don't know if there's much else that i can see um there's one area there's one area in the reef that i want to get back and explore in the undersea portion just in case right. i think there's something that i'm missing there um and i want to get back in there and, and make sure that i'm definitely not but um so like taking all the different zones um and giving you it's the the park which is basically just a walk in the park um and then you have the jungle and then the water areas that'll be like your beach your reef and your undersea the undersea is really interesting i love that place um and then there's a is it a is it a forest did you get to the forest yet yeah i think on I've... the middle yeah it's yeah. like on the second it's, yeah second it's, island like a, it's like kind of foggy or something like that yeah yeah and then you have desert and volcano, which the volcano level is really interesting too. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have snow fields and a cave. And then from there, it's to the final area. And I want to leave the final area alone. I won't describe too much mm -hmm. that goes on in there just in case. Um, I just got to that. You just got to yeah. it. Yeah. Really interesting place too. Um so for listeners, for viewers, I'm not gonna not gonna get too far into that because it is it is towards in, into your end game. Very cool place, very interesting things happen down there. Um, I'm excited for you to get in there. It's a it's a it's a cool zone with a lot of a lot of really awesome Pokemon too. And the way that they have it set up and what's going on in there, I'm really excited for you to. Yeah, check I did. Out, I but. did do one run through of it, so I kind of have an idea. But it's cool because yeah, that last area is kind of hinted in the game as part of like research because uh you are in addition to pokemon you do have some challenges of like taking uh scanning areas and like taking note of things of in points of interest right and so yeah there's some things within courses that kind of hint to this final area uh, a little bit right so yep. yeah really cool yeah. and honestly like i i like that there was that because that was the cool thing about the first the first game you know getting into that final area with mew and just like um being up in the clouds and, and taking pictures of Mew. I, I really hope that there's even more secrets that have yet to be discovered. Although I haven't checked too much on the internet. I'm sure once I get further in the game, I'd love to kind of go scour the internet and look for Easter eggs, hints uh, to secrets and stuff. Cause yeah, who knows? Maybe Nintendo threw in something there where they, uh, or Pokemon company or Game Freak or whoever developed it threw in like a secret where, you know, a certain reaction of events trigger something that's very like a legendary Pokemon or I don't know. I, do you think? Yeah. I'm, I, there has to be Yeah, there. And I mentioned the undersea. I think it's there. I don't mm -hmm. know though, because like there's, there's a whole chain of interaction that you have to do to make a, I, cause I noticed I was going down uh, in the undersea and i noticed a cave off to the right hand side that there's no scan to take you into it or anything like that so i started messing around with stuff and a whole chain of events started taking place and finally i got into the cave 
And there's a couple blooms that you can hit with the luminal orbs, but nothing has occurred so far for me. So I don't mm, know. Interesting. I don't I, I I don't know if I'm not hitting the right, you know, amount of them or mm. if there's one hidden that I haven't touched yet, whatever it may be. But I'm, I want to mess around in that zone more to see if there is something because I hit these blooms and usually if you hit a bloom in a level, something's just happening. Right. right? Something always happens. Yeah. This is the only place in this entire game that I've gone down and I've done the blooms and everything and there has been nothing. So I wanted to go and beat the game, which I did. So it's something that I'm going to be going back to visit um, hopefully this weekend and see yeah. what, you know, what's going on with this place. Yeah. There's got to be something, Luke. There has to yeah, be. There... I haven't checked the internet. I don't want to. Yeah, that's the thing, right? That. Is it's kind of fun to like, because yeah, it is. I know, I I think I might know where you're actually talking about. Uh, maybe not, but like even, even in general, some of the courses kind of have the way they're shaped. It's like, I don't know, like this is like very prominent in this course and nothing's gone on here yet. Like mm -hmm. what, there has to be something here. So yeah. I don't yep. know. Well, you have to let me know if you do do find something. I will. <laughs> it definitely will. I'll be like, yep, it's exactly where I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> Go and get it. But it's it was one of the longer chains that you have to do in the game to to make things happen and see certain interactions take place between Pokemon and stuff. And um, speaking of which, uh, Drifloon, uh, like I will never look at that Pokemon the same again. That's like the little <laughs> little balloon. Yeah. No, not Drifloon. It's not Drifloon. Oh gosh, I'm gonna forget what the name of it is. But it's in the undersea. It's that little like jellyfish looking one. Never will look at it the same again. It's such a. Okay. Yeah. I think, cool. you know, yeah. I don't know the name either. I'd Relish. have to pull it up. Relish. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, little pink princess looking yeah. one. You think, oh, it's so precious. And then you see what it does to some of the Pokemon in there. <laughs> yeah. Thank not so you. much. <laughs> You're why I don't go in water, miss. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, um, if we want to go more from, I guess, just like objective comments to more subjective, I wanted to ask you, what are your personal favorite areas, maybe favorite moments without anything spoilery, if there's anything you wanted to specifically highlight an experience that was just like, whoa, I can't believe that this is incredible or something that just took you off off guard. There were two moments that I jumped out of my seat and was like, I was like, Alicia, look, look, it's this. And the one, the first one happened in the volcano. Um, there's a, another pretty decent size interaction that you do. Basically, you throw aluminum orbs at two little char, uh, Charmanders who are down inside of a crater. And then there is a, um, a Graveler hanging up on a wall above them on this crater. And you knock him down after you make them shine. The Graveler drops down and the, erupts the crater. And you're kind of sitting there. Your your cart actually stops for this. And right out from the middle of this crater, Charizard leaps up. And Charizard pokes up out of, this, out of the scene. Damn. And I was like, whoa! I was so happy whenever it happened. It was like one of the best moments of the game. And I, I, I was like rapid fire pushing the button yeah I'm yeah like, yeah snap, snap. i took like <laughs> take all the memory pictures. up yeah <laughs> yeah 15 pictures of the whole whole interaction that happened and i'm gonna pull this thing up uh because one of the pictures that i got is um was part of this whole thing of of charizard showing up i don't know if you got a chance to see it or not i hope i i, I, I haven't it. yet but i knew i i'd see i had already seen something a uh, picture of charizard in that moment <laughs> on twitter so i know exactly what you're talking about and then let me get this thing. 
I got so many good pictures of that too. And I, and because of my experience with uh, Final Fantasy and taking pictures right. of my character, messing with different settings yeah. to make pictures, like I was just making some wacky stuff. <laughs> and I've got a couple of good ones to show. Let me see if I can get this thing. Well, while you're pulling those up, yeah, I'll mention that there is like a an editing kind of mode to these photos. You can add stickers, you can add filters, and as you level up some of the things, you unlock more filters. So um, I haven't played around. I think you probably played around more than I have with some of that stuff because I've seen some of the things you posted on the Discord server. But yeah, it's it's kind of cool because think about it, right? When Pokemon Snap came out, that was in a time when there a photo mode didn't really exist in games right it it was photo mode the game but now photo mode is kind of a feature that's included in a lot of games right being able to take pictures of your um your your gameplay moments and stuff so it's like they've naturally just been given this idea of like okay well we live in a world where we can take photos we can add filters we can customize the photos how we want so it just works in perfectly for like kind of the dna of this game so um yeah i wanted oh let's see this Let's see if I can get it get so it's room. not. Oh my gosh, that's a cool shot with the lava coming up. So like glare, the glare is really glare. bad. Let me let me do this a second. Hold on. There you go. It's a little better. Look at that. That's dope. That actually is like. Look at it. you have that centered perfectly. Yeah. Damn. This I'll... one. This is just as he's coming up out of it. Now the bottom fire that I have there. Um, that's actually just like some of the stickers that you can get that oh, get unlocked. That looks things. so cool. Oh my right? gosh. So basically just has this eruption effect to him as he's coming up out of this thing. Really fantastic moment. So that was that was number one. Yeah. Now number two, I don't have anything like, you know, super fantastic picture wise whenever it comes to my my next surprise moment that I was just like, oh yes, I'm so glad that this just happened and I have a picture of it is in the cave on the snow islands i'm looking for it i'm looking for it while you look for that i'll mention this isn't anything epic but my favorite pokemon like it's a it's a tie always between gengar and gyarados they're very different but i really like those and there's a level where gengar kind of like stalks you for a little bit and you can kind right. of like throw uh apples in there to kind of like like you see these like purple oh i got a bad glare too but you yeah see... that's exactly <laughs> yeah look that's exactly what i got too <laughs> that's the uh, same yeah. picture. oh man i was freaking out whenever it happened i saw him walking in the cave first i'm like well, it's Gengar. I'm like, snap, snap. Yeah, yeah. Take all the oh my again. gosh. Like, it, it has these moments. And yeah, same picture, like <laughs> coming out of that portal, just yeah. poking his face. His head, out. like a little creeper. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just backs back, backs up again. Oh, and uh, yeah, great moment. Another great moment. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing, like they, you know, you, have, you always have a handful of favorites whenever it comes to Pokemon, right? There's always a handful of favorites and these things show up. Uh, the, um, because there was other ones too. I was like, sweet, this is awesome. And you just snap like 10 pictures of the same thing, even though you know like you're gonna go back through the course and game to get another one. I was still getting excited just, you know, snapping, snapping 10, 15 photos of something that just got me excited mm -hmm. to see it. It was awesome. And there's a lot of those moments. And those those were the two though, because they're two two of my all-time favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Whenever they showed up, and it's just like, here we go. Yeah. This is it. This is what so we're playing good. the game for. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to get get to that charizard moment myself because and yeah I, uh, I need to play the, those filters like you said that having that fire sticker that's something i, I ha 
I touched on like early in the game when it was kind of like first introduced and then I haven't gone back and I've unlocked a lot of cool stuff. So I, that's the thing is like, as you play the game, you unlock more stuff that you can kind of customize your things with. So it's almost like I want to go through, save all these photos and kind of keep them in mind and then go back and edit them when I have more, you know, tools at my disposal. Yeah, I have a big, I have a big album full of stuff yeah. to go back and do the exact same yeah. thing. But there's just like, this is, this is another one. And the other thing too is they have, so there's a big online feature to this game as well. So uh, one of the things, so after you get one of these sweet pictures and you're like, you're so hyped up and you got it and, and you go in and you do some editing it to it, you can post it up to your page for people to go and look at and basically like, throw likes up on it. Um, and you get to choose six of your photos plus the professor to choose two for you that he really likes and put them up on your page so that you know, your friends and, and strangers can go and see these things and you can all see kind of the work that you're putting in. Um, one of my, one of my favorite six that I have right now, because in the, and I'll tell you another one is another favorite moment is an, it's an interaction in the reef with, uh, Machamp. I don't want to get into too much details with it, but it's Machamp and another Pokemon and it's a really cool moment, but on the beach level, you can get Machamp doing some pretty, awesome poses for you <laughs> love it and i have probably three or four <laughs> pictures similar to this where he's just he's just flexing looking oh, stocky so good and and having a good time you know out in the sun beach bodding around just you know looking looking great um another simple one that i have up there this is so we know slacking right slacking the big sloth big fat sloth pokemon kind of basically he's our snorlax for this mm -hmm. he's our snorlax for this but i've got a picture of him where the only reason he woke up was to pick up the apple that i kept throwing at him kept throwing apples at him <laughs> and i call this picture snacking <laughs> <laughs> that is a great shot oh my god Man, and that then awesome. now these ones are a little bit more artistic i mean uh, i mentioned even the mentioned photos the you've shown so far i'm very impressed with so <laughs> So we, we mentioned the Lumina areas, right? And these are kind of your boss battles. What did you think of these things, Luke? What did you think of these Lumina, they were, these Lumina areas, these, these bosses, I guess you could say? Yeah, they were, they were pretty cool. Like they're at first, when the first one's introduced, it was basically what I, my first reaction to it was, it's like, okay, it's like, welcome to Jurassic Park. And it's like, this very kind of like cool cinematic moment. I was like, oh, that's very cool. And when you go into the other Lumina spots and some of the other regions, like there's like some really cool, intense moments. Like the volcano one was one that you especially have to work hard for. Like it, it, it kind of makes you uh, have to do, do a lot more, be a little bit more accurate with kind of throwing your apples and throwing your Lumina orbs to, to elicit certain things. It's a bit more of a challenge. So yeah, like I just liked how each one was a little bit more diverse. It wasn't like the same challenge every single time, just with a different skin over top. It, it kind of fit the environments. They like were like, okay. And it was cool because like the Lumina Pokemon also weren't your legendaries or like any, like, like the big fan favorites that everyone knows like there were some that like i'm familiar with but it's like oh that's cool that they chose those pokemon to kind of be like the the highlight piece of this region it's pretty cool yeah especially the water one so the water one 
was one that I was really surprised. I was like, I couldn't believe that they were going in that direction with yeah. this being kind of the, you know, the, the other ones that I had interacted with so far, it was kind of like, okay, this, this sort of makes sense. And then you get to the water one and it's like, wow, they're really about to do this. And they did it. And I was able to get this beauty of a shot. Luke, are oh, you ready snap, for this? Here we go. Are you ready? Twitch chat. Look at this thing. Oh, damn. That is dope. This one, it was diving down. I had it illuminated and I just, I snapped this picture, darkened the background, blurred out the background a little bit and, and brought the focus to it directly. And you just get this really nice looking artsy psychedelic yeah, big fish. I really swimming, that. you know, that one's a really good one. Um, and like I said, it's just got, it's got these points where it's like, yeah, it's not, this isn't my highest score photo by any means whenever it comes yeah. to this. Um, but it presented a great artistic moment and watching a behavior that I've never seen any of these things do before. It exactly. Just... Right. Well, and, that, and then it... you mentioned, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, just to go off that point, And that's like, what is so great about Pokemon snap, right? Like Meg, when I, when I got Pokemon snap, she roasted me. She's like, <laughs> she's like, what you spend how much money on a game where you take pictures of, I'm like, no, but listen, no, but listen. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay. But the thing is that I was trying to say is like this game, it's more, it's more than just that, right? Like that artistic side to it. It's not just about like going for the high scores. You can do that. And that certainly is a mm -hmm. big component to the game, but you can have, uh, there's such a huge creative side to it that will give this game legs for, you know, a lot longer. You know what I mean? Like I, the hype has died down a little now that we're a couple weeks off and, you know, village came and now it's mass effect. But, you know, people will continue to post pictures and, and stuff like that. If they post updates of like around seasonal things like, hey, here's a Halloween sticker pack or Christmas, like people making Christmas greeting cards to put on Twitter. And like, it's just it's perfect. Like, it's so perfect for them in terms of marketing. So <laughs> I know like and and the one thing and I mentioned this but way back with Sword and Shield, I'm like, there's is there I asked the question, is there room in that? in that Pokemon game to expand on it. And I feel the same thing with this one is that there's ability to be able to expand upon it. I think we're going to get more as DLC content in the future. I really do. I'm believing in it in my heart so too. And that replayability, like this is my new feed up game. This is me just like, if I'm wanting to sit down and relax, I wrap up stream with mass effect or with final fantasy. And I just want to sit down and chill. I'm sitting down to chill and I'm taking pictures of Pokemon. Definitely. Because it's it's just a really calming, fun experience. And you have that artistic side. I want to go back to the Volcano Illumina mm -hmm. Pokemon. Yes, let's do it. Um, so this one, again, it, it, like you said, like it was kind of surprising to see that this was the route. But as soon as you get into this thing, like now it's perfect, mm -hmm. right? So this picture that I took of it. And again, this is, this is simple. Just I darkened the background, blurred it out. And then put the focus on on the front of the picture where the Pokemon's at. And I ended up getting this thing. Oh my gosh, that is so good. The positioning is like so awesome on these photos. Right? So it's not even like centered. Again, it's but not I my highest. Yeah, but I like how it kind of, it's like a trail to the right, right? With right. The, oh, so it just gives cool. that real nice psychedelic effect. Um. Just great, great stuff. And of course, the other Illumina Pokemon, I'm, I'm guessing that you haven't gotten to the last one yet? Not the last one, no. I'm, yeah, I'm still working through leveling up that uh, that last course. Get that last one. Yeah. Now, 
before before because we're getting we're getting close to the end here right mm -hmm. before we do that i need to i need to give twitch chat what they're demanding right now <laughs> yes this is actually that's why i put it as one of our last notes on our show doc i got i i, I put it in all caps to make sure steven even though i knew steven wouldn't forget so oh, no gravier you in the chat don't even worry about it. we had it on lock so that's that's coming don't even worry about it you never ever forget our Lord Badoof. <laughs> must be protected, right? So Badoof is funny. Um, first area Pokemon. First yeah, area Pokemon. Yeah. First Pokemon that you really like get any sort of good interactions out of in the entire game, to be perfectly honest. But I spent more time in the first area within that first day of playing getting pictures of this Badoof because it is ridiculously precious. Like <laughs> unstoppably precious. Yeah. And it gets itself in the situations that it's just like, I can't believe this thing is doing another adorable thing. And I couldn't stop with it. Nishan was the same way. Me and Nishan were just like, yeah. all hail Badoof. You can <laughs> highlight of the game. And I, and, and I was thinking going throughout the entire game, I'd go into another area and Alicia would ask me, did you find anything like Badoof yet? Like that was our standard, our gold standard for acute Pokemon throughout the rest of the game was, is it like Badoof? And honestly, I hadn't, I have not found anything to compare to this to this Pokemon, and it's and it's the way that it just works itself around the uh, around in the zones. I'm obsessed with them, and I've got probably more pictures of Bidoof than I have of almost any other Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Oh but my, my god! Just the snoozing snoozing Bidoof. I love it. This one, it's it's actually sleeping next to a Bouflant. Um during that scene and then munching on an apple oh my gosh that's so a good. snack now these two let me get this thing up and you got to start showing me your pictures look yeah i'm trying to get, see the thing is, is i'm I, I now i'm just like i i feel like i can't even show them off because i'm so jealous of uh <laughs> your skill here Oh, look at that one too. That one's good. The the duo, right? The yeah. Badoof duo. I think everybody's taking this picture because mm -hmm. they're they're all just they just stand there and stare at you as you pass by. So everybody's gotten this picture. Or this one. Because it's pretty pretty set up to yeah. get them yeah, the swimming one, there. The, swimming with the sticks. Oh, <laughs> freaking fast. Uh what else do I got? Now this one. I was on the I was on the dam because one of the extra paths for the first area is to go across the dam, and I turn around and right behind me, following me nice and close, <laughs> was this was this little fella. Yeah, just following me, looking up, waiting for a snack or something like that. Just, <laughs> just look at him. Yeah, it's, it, this isn't. Oh, maybe I shouldn't spoil. It, but yeah, there's like a dam in the first level, and it. The I, I guess I won't spoil it specifically for that level but some of the levels like i don't know if we mentioned they do have like change-ups where like the course will shift over to the left instead of going right this time and then it'll connect up later on the path so oh look at that the cupcakes <laughs> audio <laughs> listeners it's a picture of him with a little thought bubble of cupcakes on his mind <laughs> love it but yeah like the like you're saying the separate paths you can split off mm -hmm. into different there's just so much. There's so much, Luke. Yeah. The game doesn't end, in my opinion. It's, it's yeah, like, that's the thing. So that, that's where we should probably work towards wrapping it up here is, is it worth it? So I think it's clear. Both of us would say, absolutely, it is worth it. Um, 
you know, when it comes to these things, is a game worth it? It always comes back to it's like, well, you have to kind of ask yourself, what are you looking for in this game? And if you play Pokemon Snap on Nintendo 64 and you really liked it, you're going to absolutely love this game because it is that and like much more. Um, if you're looking for something that is like you're on the edge of your seat and just like looking for an, a really captivating, it's not necessarily that. It is what you said, Stephen. It's something to kick your feet up, just have a very casual, like almost therapeutic experience of just relaxing, taking pictures of Pokemon. Um, and that in its own, I think is is a is worthy to pay for an experience like that because it's it's fun to kind of have a game that is that right when when we have our uh ff14 or our resident village these other games that are occupying our mind it's like it's okay to have that game to sit back and so i think this is like the perfect game to release especially when we're kind of looking for those cozy games uh in 2021 it's great that they picked this is the time to bring back this franchise Absolutely. And whenever people uh, ask that question, is it worth the money? Well, we paid, what, 50 bucks for Snapback on the 64 yeah. and what that game was. And now it's, <laughs> what, $10 more yeah. and you're getting over double the game, at least double the game yeah, uh, to be able to play through that same sort of experience just expanded upon. Absolutely, it's worth the $60. And I looked at my playtime just now. I'm at now, mind you, it's been on for about 45 minutes. So we're more looking at actually like 60 hours worth of playtime <laughs> versus the 61 that's showing on the clock right now. To me, that's I, I basically paid a dollar an hour for exactly, this thing, and yeah. I'm okay with that. And and I mean, you, you heard it two dollars an hour, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Yeah. You heard it. Like I I got great moments out of this thing that is going to make it memorable for me and it's something that i'm going to keep picking up and and makes me hope that there is going to be stuff that they're going to add to it in the future like they did with sword and shield i'd love to see new areas more pokemon mm -hmm. show up more opportunities it's just see these things interact with them you know interact with the wild and 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 with other pokemon like it's um it was an experience it was a great yeah. experience and if you're a pokemon fan and you know, uh, you're kind of a completionist mentality too, that is really going to help out in making this mm -hmm. really worth it too. Um, it is something to look at and it's something to pick up for you because you're going to enjoy it. You're going to, you're going to just have a, a, a nice, relaxing, great time finding these different moments with your favorite Pokemon mm -hmm. running around doing stuff. So definitely. And if you're a stoner, I'm surprised you aren't playing this game already because well, let's just, I'll just put those two together <laughs> and let yep, you do the you. math on it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah. So, you know, last yesterday we did with we haven't done reviews in a while, but we have this like conclusion rating out of 10 kind of thing. James was giving us crap because he doesn't like doing a number. And I respect that because not everyone likes to put a number on it. Steven, do you want to put a number or do you want to talk about like, is this is game of the year conversation for you? Do you think or like what's your overall rating of this game? So objectively, man. I think the game is honestly perfect. I think it's perfect. Uh, and it has this great mix of things to keep you busy. Um, great opportunities to get great moments with, with the characters that are involved, whether the Pokemon or, or, or not, or, um, and, and the artistic side to it to keep you moving in that direction. And, um, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, a nine out of 10 because the plot is a little like, 
Eh, yeah. you know, okay, you're keeping me moving and I'm interested a little bit on what's going on with this situation. But honestly, what we were there for was taking the pictures and mm -hmm. that's the perfect part. Yeah. So I'm going to drop it down one point to a nine out of 10 just because the plot's just like, yeah. Okay. It, we know what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. We're here for Badoof, you know? <laughs> um, and, and yeah, absolutely game of the year conversation for me. Um, this is, and I was not expecting that to happen yeah, at all whenever right. I picked this up. It was just sort of like, okay, I'm going to get this. I'm going to relax. It's going to be my feed up game. And now with as much time as what I put into it and, and how much of a great time that I've had with it, it is definitely in that conversation of a game of the year for me. And it, it, it is um, definitely family game of the year thing, even though I chased everybody away from it while I was playing it. It was still nice because everybody would come together and say, and my son would be like, oh, that's such and such a Pokemon. That's really cool. Or Alicia, when asking me, it was like, did we find anything like Bidoof yet? Or, you know, or uh, my daughter coming in. And again, it just kind of got everybody interested in it because it's all these things that we know and we love from previous games. Um, it did pull us together and to kind of enjoy and laugh at when dad was doing his important research on the switch, uh, <laughs> making Badoof think of cupcakes. Yeah. Um, it was just one of those really great, great things that occurred. So yeah, definitely game of the year conversation for me. There's going to be, there's going to be some stuff coming out and I'm sure it's going to get lost in sure. the conversation. But as of right now, uh, between outriders that I've played and, um, um, waiting on waiting on mass effect legendary edition but again we're looking at a remaster on that so that's not really in the conversation too much i think mm -hmm. but it between those two i'm gonna give it the pokemon snap all day between outriders and pokemon snap definitely fair enough yeah i i'll say that on the the april 30th release day of pokemon snap and returnal pokemon snap definitely wins my vote too i'm definitely a lot more high on pokemon snap than returnal um just because very they're very different but um i needed i needed a pokemon snap for like the month i've been having it's just like this is great this is like very relaxing and so yeah i would put it as a nine out of ten as well um i really like it i think you're right they they had this opportunity to like just maybe if, even if they just like made that plot they made that story a little more robust or just added a couple extra layers to it i think it would have it would have put it over but um i will say playing the game uh after primarily playing ps5 and pc haven't played too much of my switch going back to that game and it's like it's a little jarring on the eyes when i threw it on the the big screen like some of the like cgi cut scenes and like the low frame rates it's like okay and it that's not the game's fault i think that's like the game doing the best it can on a console that is you know with every passing year getting further and further behind from where the current tech is at right but um you know that's another conversation in itself so i i really liked it can't wait to play more can't wait to roll credits on it and then can't wait to get into the end game and just you know grind for those great shots and going into editing and uh, i can guarantee that now that we've had like some time for the game to breathe. I'll probably save some of my more spoilery shots, but I'm going to start posting more on Twitter now uh, to share yeah. some of those things. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's going to wrap it for our review for Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap. Um, so thank you so much to everyone for checking out this special episode of the games are fun. It would mean a lot to us if you could retweet or share this episode with, uh, you know, if you have a friend who's into Pokemon or Pokemon Snap, share the episode with them. Um, we're always welcoming new listeners. So 
Make sure to follow the show on Twitter at GamesAreFunPod, uh, Instagram at GamesAreFunPod, and then join our Discord server at going to, sorry, invite.gg slash gamesarefun. You can join in on the conversation over there. We're talking daily about video games, movies, TV shows, food, pretty much everything. So make sure you join in that. Um, Steven, thank you so much for joining me on this review episode. I think this was our first uh, episode where it was just you and I. So this was a lot of yeah, fun to do, man. This yeah. was a good one. This it was, was a good we've one. We've got great taste. That's why. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, Adam, I, we I, we asked Adam if he wanted to join, but Adam only, I think he had a couple hours, so he's like, nah, I just, like, I haven't played it enough, so. <laughs> I don't have enough time. He's too busy being God mode yeah. at Returnal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he was in his, his high high horse uh, yesterday there. He was. <laughs> as soon as you guys talking stats, as soon yeah. as you guys were talking stats, I was like, here we go. Yes. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> We died 13 times in the whole game. Died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. And now, and like I said, I, I break that, like, it doesn't really show that I have the skill because I'm still on second level, but I'm like, listen, Adam, I'm only shy of a couple hundred kills from you. Like, clearly, I've been putting in the time and working my ass off, man. But so <laughs> don't forget those below you out there grinding away. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Um, Twitch chat, if you want to stick around, we'll talk to you for a bit. But audio listeners, YouTube listeners, thank you. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show, share this episode with a friend, and we'll talk to you all next week on a new episode of Games Are Fun. So we'll see you later. Bye.